A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P. Welcome back to another episode of Reality. And you know the vibes, all the gossip and news from the world of entertainment, show business, and reality TV. Now, I have got a special exclusive interview today. Obviously, Juka from Married at First Sight is going to be in the building, in the studio, spilling all the tea about his time on the show. But can we please? Kick off by talking about Molly May and Tommy Fury. I just want to cry. I want to cry. I love them too. I love those two. I think that they are just goals. They are probably my favorite couple to come off of Love Island. And they obviously achieved the pinnacle of Love Island success, didn't they? Obviously, sorry, forgot to mention. In the last hour, they've announced that they're expecting a baby girl. Congratulations! Uh, obviously, in the pictures that they released on social media, we can see them. Um, you know, them things. I'm like, this is going to be so bad. Let me explain this. You know, them. You know the balloons they have, the baby reveal balloons, and they pop it, and then all the pink confetti comes out. So that's what they did on social media, and they've obviously announced that. So big congrats to them. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm happy for those two because, look, let's be real. Molly May even admitted that she went on Love Island, yeah, as a business move. A lot of people do, most people do. You know, not everyone goes in there looking for love. In fact, I'd say no one does. In my opinion, don't shoot me, in my opinion. Um, but she went on that show, obviously, for business. And let's be honest, she's making the money. <laughs> and so is Tommy. But not only that, they clearly found love. So in my opinion, they are probably the biggest winners to leave Love Island in history. So, you know, sending blessings and love their way. Married at first sight, this has been the biggest season in the UK. I'm not going to lie. I have been glued to my TV screen. There has been a lot of drama on Married at First Sight UK this year. I've watched a lot of characters on the show and thought to myself, you deserve better. And there's one character I thought, I need to speak to you about your experience. Duca is in the studio. Now, everybody! Oh, My guy, thank you for having me. What you're saying, thank you so much for coming down. Wow. You're one glowing. Experience. You're one glowing. The, I like this jacket, Duca. I thank you. I'm trying to go for that 70s drug, drug dealer look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming, yeah, your, your skin's glowing. You're looking really happy. Yeah, I am. I'm always happy. I'm always happy. Like even even during the show, majority of the time, well, ninety percent of the time, I was, I was happy, go lucky. So yeah, that's my character. Let's talk about Juka before Married at First Sight. Like, yeah. Who were you? So you work in? Is it recruitment? What's your so I did. Uh, I worked for a uh, pub company, Stone, Stonegate Pubs. Oh, cool. As a HR recruitment uh, coordinator. So this is dealing with 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 managers, dealing with area managers, with de dealing with different sites. Just overall people issues, right? So yeah. that was my job before. So that's why you're so chirpy. That's why you're such a good people's person. You've got those skills already. 
Yeah, bro. I mean, growing up in England without speaking the language and having to learn the language and then going to uni, doing all these plethora of different style of jobs. What do you mean by not speaking the language? So when I came to England when I was oh, younger, right? Oh, yeah. What age did you come to England? Ten, ten years oh, old. Oh, cool. Yeah. From? From former Yugoslavia. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And so you, you integrated and then you, you just, yeah, you just, you seem like such a proper sociable person. You can just pick it up like that. Hey, listen, place me in any habitat or any social setting, mm. I'm going to thrive. Mm. I don't know about the majority. That is the confidence. I'm going to thrive. I'm going to thrive, whatever happens. That, that, that's what we like to hear. Nah, because I, I, you, you can't say the same for some of the other cast members. Whereas for me, placing anywhere around the Ooh, world, bro, like, you can't say it. Like, like who? Nah, bro, like, come on, Whitney's what a prime example of that, man. Even mm. the whole thing of, like, Married at First Sight and, and how she approached, I suppose, the uh, wedding day and the ceremony. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean, like, listen, we're, we're, we're gonna get into Whitney, we're gonna get into Whitney in a second. So, obviously, before the show, you were working in that HR recruitment. Mm -hmm. Um, but a little buddy tells me that you 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 were stripping at some point, were you? Yeah, of course. I mean, like, it's, it's not it's not a hidden fact. Like, my friends, family, producers, cast members, Channel 4, E4, everyone knows that I stripped when I did my post post grad degree. Was that to earn money? Yeah, yeah, because at that point in time, I had to self-fund for my own masters. Oh. And also during COVID, I got made redundant twice. And my thing is this, because I got a lot of pride in myself. Like, I'm not going to go and get money from, from, from the state. I'm not going to go on benefits because there's poor old Dottie that's 78 years old. I can't afford to pay mm. her bills and for her eating. And that me, as an able working man, as a man that can use my talents, you know what I mean? Mm. Talents, right? I thought, why not take the punch? And what were the talents you used? Talk me for the job. I want to hear all the details. From Obviously, the you got to have the self-confidence to be able to get in front of a crowd of people, three, four hundred people, and just get bollocks, start naked. Oh, you got naked naked? Yeah, bruv. Full Monty, bruv. That's what Is I mean. It? Yeah. That's what I mean. Place me in most situations in life, in most positions, I'll thrive. How was that? Spill the tea. So, like, how, what's it like being a stripper? Do people touch you sometimes? Like, yeah, sometimes they touch you. I, I suppose it's like a Tesco Values version of Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of like you hype the crowd up, you do your little routine. But how does it work for you? If they touch you, do you not sometimes get a bit of an erection or, like, you just get a bit excited? Like, what if not it's really, someone attractive? Brother, it, it just, it just, it's just the job, you know what I mean? Or don't you get excited sometimes when they touch the you? Adrenaline ru it's the adrenaline rush to mm. know that your bollocks start naked, right? Mm. And it's like you embrace all your flaws and all your fears. And it's almost as if the limelight or that particular moment has taken you. So yeah. any fear they may have, like whether it's like your, your schlung size or, yeah. you know, you got a bit too much body fat or your abs ain't really popping or your chest ain't chesting like Kwame <laughs> says. <laughs> You just embrace it. Yeah. And did Whitney know this? Yeah, of course she Really? Knew. And how yeah. did she take that when she found out? All right. She was all right with it. She understood why. And, mm. and the reason why it was made a big sort of hoo-ha about PJ's stripping, and that means because that's PJ's career. Mm. PJ's a performer from a very young age, been a dancer. So that's PJ's whole bread and butter. Mm. Even the whole thing with Dream Boys. Whereas for me, I did it as part-time, as spare time, whenever I could for a bit of petty cash to yeah. help with, with life. In uni, I was doing three, four part-time jobs, including stripping. I did it again during COVID because I got made redundant twice. Mm. So that, there wasn't a story for me to say, oh, I'm a stripper too, because I feel, feel that that'll be taken away from PJ and what yeah. he's achieved and what he's earned. Yeah, cool. Let's talk about the wedding day, because that was a big day. <laughs> I think that was one of the first episodes I saw. And I was like, whoa, this looks like a lot. The night before the wedding day, how is it? How'd you get yourself ready? You know what it was? I was hella nervous. Mm. 
I like I like my drinking anyway. Mm, you know what I mean, I come mm. from a culture and we make our own moonshine. What did you have? How many did you have tonight? Bro, I had I had about f- five, six light beers, five, <laughs> six pints, a couple of tequilas. Yeah. I didn't get to bed till like God knows what time. Obviously, the the producers and production kept telling me, "Oh no, COVID, stay away from people." I thought, "Oh, screw this, man." I mean, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm about to do one of the craziest things that I'm doing in life, right? I don't care. I'm not I'm not going to no curfew of 8 p.m., 9 p.m. I found the nearest pub. Went there, yeah. I drowned my sorrows away, and I kind wow. of prepared myself to kind of. You like must have been hungover on your wedding day. I was a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Wow. And like, so the morning of, you saw your family, yeah, your friends. Like, what was the conversation? Because obviously, you didn't know who you were about to marry. You know what? It was it was a lot of sorrows as well because a lot of those guys gave up their days worth of work. They had to like fund their own journeys wow. to there. They had to give up their day. They had to get holidays. So a lot of them did sort of like sacrifice a lot to end up being there. So was it me, worth it for them? It was because they realized how, how everything works in terms of TV. Yeah. And secondly, and most importantly, it's because they were showing their support to, 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 to me. So that for me means a lot. My close family and friends know that I'm all, I'm all about family and friends. Mm. And that's the, you know, that's the kind of social group I keep around me. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and very early on, in fact, tell me what was it like when you first saw Whitney? How did you feel? I turned around and the first thing I noticed is the eye rolling and the body language and the hands flailing. And is that the first thing you saw? First thing. Her eyes rolled as yeah, soon as yeah, you looked eyes at her? First thing. And, and, and I, kept, I kept thinking to myself, is, like, is this you being framed? Like, what was going on? Like, <laughs> like I'm, looking, I'm looking around the cameras like, what is going on? Like, yeah. seriously, like, what, what, like, what's going on? Is this, is this, is this, is this kind of like... But when you first saw her, were you attracted to her? I just I, I didn't even see the person, but I saw the body language because in for uni as a postgrad, the visual communication, graphic design, and the yeah. first thing I noticed in terms of a person's confidence or nervousness is through their body language. And I just saw flailing hands, a lot of huffing and puffing and eye rolling. I'm like raw, like I'm looking over at the preacher, like is this the exorcist, bro? Like why why why, why why is her eyes rolling like that at the back of her head? I'm looking at my dad like dad. I kind of I think I fucked up. Like, but but it's like the point of no return because it's like I. I I've made a lot of life choices, mm. a lot of spontaneous decisions throughout my 20s. Mm-hmm. And that for me was one of the most spontaneous. And I was like, wow. So I kind of like, how my own? Like, you know what? I'm like, Duke, don't judge. She could be just be nervous. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not you've been framed. Maybe it's not Exorcist Part 5, yeah. right? Just be humble, be a gentleman, because just as you are nervous yourself and, and you're going through this, it's the same thing with my family and friends, same thing with her family and friends, and same thing with her. Yeah. So I just took it on the chin and just stayed quiet because I was like, I was more yeah. surprised and shocked rather than anything. Yeah. Now, obviously, on camera, we saw her say that this is like this is the worst thing that she's ever done. She obviously made comments about your height and everything, saying that she wishes you were a bit taller. Um, obviously, I, I, did you did you know that she thought that there and then? Because I guess you wouldn't. She mentioned seen... that she mentioned that briefly, but when she said, uh, "How tall are you?" I'm like, "I'm like, love. I'm six foot two. Like, I know my statistics. That yeah. that places me the higher echelons of society. I'm like in the top two percent <laughs> of height." And even when they finished filming that scene, I'm going around to all the ca- to all the tall camera people. Like my guy, how tall he? Six or two? I'm like, I'm like, like, is your height a problem? Did, nah. Did that make you feel a bit insecure when she when she asked you how tall you were? Not really. It just made me. It just made me feel more comfortable in my own skin. It made me realize actually the issues are possibly her rather than me because yeah. she's a five 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 six girl and she's wearing heels and I'm still towering over you. Yeah. And what did your family think of her? Bro, they were hella opinionated behind the cameras. They thought she was rude. They thought she didn't come across too right. They thought that she was very disrespectful. Mm. And it's kind of like that decorum. Like, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say it all. Because, like, hey, listen, I can, 
I can I can list off 20, 30 different things about any person out there because no one's perfect. It's our imperfections that make us who we are. So don't list out what you're not good at, but rather embrace the person who they are. And especially when you're both going through that very nerve-wracking situation, have a bit of decorum to actually keep it zen. Yeah. Now, in, in in Whitney's defense, I think there were, there were several times throughout the show where she said that there's there were bits that we didn't see off camera, which kind of made her upset, made her mm. cry at times. What do you feel like you did off camera? Do you feel like you did anything off camera to make nothing? Her... I, I, nothing at all. Is from the wedding itself. I realized that this girl's got no self awareness. So therefore, my thing is that hey, listen, if you're not come out of this, you want to still be working. You still want to be able to have an easy going life. Like be be careful on what you say and watch what you say because me as a first generation migrant, right, that's come over to England, right, in the back of a truck at the age of ten and all that jazz. Not because I was looking for the sympathy vote. There's going to be a lot of stereotypes about you. And you, as a black woman, and tell you as well, in terms of what the public sees of you, there's going to be a lot of stereotypes about that. So please, I beg you until the public warm to you and really see you shining and warm to your character. Just be careful on what you give away because you, you, need, to get, you need to conduct yourself with morals. Yeah. And she kept quiet about that. And then whenever the cameras came back on, she'd, she'd throw that in my face and, and the rest of the cast members to say that I'm being fake. Yeah. I'm like, no, just because I got a bit of self-awareness. So why do you feel like she kept on saying that you were fake? because of how her mannerisms came across to the rest of the group. It's a lot harder for some people to apologize on, and do the internal self-work than it is to try and redirect the heat and negativity they're getting to the, to the strongest person in the group, which I yeah. think was me. Yeah. Now, Whitney obviously opened up um, about the passing of her mother, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, uh, do you feel like maybe kind of her dealing with that could have contributed to um, her ways of looking at love and maybe trusting people and letting her guard down? Do you maybe feel like... That, that 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 could be it possibly but then again she's obviously you know that's obviously a very devastating and daunting thing to go through she feel like maybe she's just been through so much in her life that like that that, that could be possibly one of the reasons why she behaves the way she does it could be but there's still no excuse because if you're going to be playing the whole top trumps of cards of devastation and past baggage i i could i can i can i can trump that list you know what's happened in ukraine recently right I lived through that up to the age of 10. What did you live through up to the age of 10? Civil war. If you do history, right, if you do your reading, if, if you like look at what happened back in the 90s in former Yugoslavia, I've been about that life. But I never once used my past trauma, my past trials and tribulations to try and like shit on other people or be rude. It's actually made me, it's actually made me realize now you need to bring people closer because yeah. of the dev devastations and atrocities that you've been through as a man, as a person. It's like, no, they got to bring happiness and positivity into it. So even though she went through that with her mom, and it's a very, very, very sad way to understand and know that the closest person that you're with is no longer there and you don't even have the chance to say goodbye, we still should not excuse you in how you treat other people. Mm. It seems like you feel, I know you keep, I know you are a chirpy person, but it seems like you feel quite disappointed, disappointed by this experience that you had with her. Yes, I, I do feel that because from, from day one, as I, I told her, like, I'd have her back. I never once tried to throw her, like, under the bus. I never once said anything bad about her to the rest of the cast members, the rest of the group. Even when she tried to throw all these accusations that I'm after this, I'm after that, and I'm fake, I'm like, well, cameras record and film you six days a week, 12 hours a day. And there's some hella, hella, hella opinionated cast members there. If there's even a smallest ounce of truth in what she was saying about me, they would have jumped on that like hungry sharks and they would have ran with it because it would have made better telly. Do you feel like you grew to like her quite a lot eventually? Because I feel like you did from what I saw. 
It's because behind the camera, she's actually very calm and collected and yeah. down to earth. So who was she behind the cameras? Talk about that version of Whitney. She was very calm and collected and down to earth. Like there was, there was not much drama. Like she, she wasn't, she wasn't um, highly opinionated. She wasn't trying to cause beef or issues. She was just like calm and relaxed. And, and that's, that's the person you start to fall in love with. That, I want to say that I, I want to say fall in love because I wasn't even in love. For me, it was like battling from day one. I was already in the back foot. I was just trying to protect myself in many ways. I was just trying to guard myself because every single time I'd speak to her behind the cameras to see how she was getting on, vice versa. When the cameras came back on, she'd try and throw me to the wolves. So for me, I was trying to gauge through that with the experts' opinions of how to maneuver through this, but then I realized it's like there's there's no way of doing this because... Because there was one scene where you guys were all having dinner and she just started crying. Um, you know what that scene was about? What? It's because in her play, she had like... Uh, she had like broccoli or cabbage where it wasn't cooked properly. Oh, and she was crying because of that? Because she was crying because of that. And, because and not of because stuff. of you? Not because of me. Oh. And then when she went outside and she started speaking about me and she started saying stuff like, well, Duke of this, Duke of that. Obviously, when people cry on telly, that's when they get most airtime. Yeah. When people cause drama on telly, that's when they get most airtime. On that same particular episode, in that same particular scene, she even went back up to April to say, actually, he's a very nice guy. Mm. So how can you be crying about a guy that's supposedly bad to you, but then they're going to go tell your best that actually Duke is all right? How did this all make you feel? When you, obviously, like, like I think you said earlier off camera that you, you didn't see all the bits that she said to camera and her thoughts, but only when you were watching it back. When you saw all of her observations and her thoughts and opinions, how did that make you feel? What a hypocrite and all oh, look at the double standards. Because because if you're going to be talking about, let's say, the the the, the, the whole like stag do and hen do, she had to go at Jess. She had to go at Jess for, for Jess saying, hey, listen, I sleep on the first night with someone because I don't care about all my sexuality. Whitney was hella opinionated about that. But when her and Matt got together, who started clapping cheeks straight away? <laughs> Sorry, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so you mean on the first night with those two? Yeah, because if if you look if you look at back of the episode when those guys got together, they got filmed in the same bed. Yeah. But again, she had audacity to try and. But like, how do you know that that's what happened? I don't. But then again, that's part of the edit. And this is the thing with edit, right? You did what you did, and he said what he said. You can't you can't go pro edit, right? So we can't say that she's clapping cheeks if, no, if you she's not got evidence. We, we can't. We can't. But then again, if they're saying lovey dovey and all these things, we gotta assume that. No, because assuming's not good. Assuming is not good. Well, Duke up. Well, well, that, that's that's what I see, and 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 even even not from that, it's the whole thing about me like doing the whole speech at, at the ceremony day with mm -hmm. my friends and family. Mm -hmm. Everyone sacrificed so much of their day. They used their holidays. They paid their money for fuel, for travel costs, mm -hmm. and shame on me for going to my family and friends and her family and friends and saying thank you. And the response to that, oh, it's such a show, man. But when Matt did it, oh my god, like Matt, you're amazing. Do you regret anything from this show? No. No, you know why? Because he's taught me a lot about who I am as a person, the experiences I've had, the friends that I made, the people that I've come across. It's like through thick and thin, Duke never changes. My demeanor, my decorum, my mannerisms, they all stayed the same. Never once did my tone of voice change. Never once did I break down and say one thing about a person, next thing about a person. You know what I mean? And I hold myself very highly to that. Yeah. Now, was it the honeymoon when you guys were talking about her being vegan and then... You said you'd, you'd be open to... Uh, for to, a couple of days, vegan. yeah, for a couple of days. And and look, I think that was a, a like a prime key moment on the show because that basically showed that you were willing to open yourself up. You you were quite open to, yeah. to anything that she was doing. And like, despite everything that happened, what made you want to carry on 
with Whitney? Obviously, you've now told us, you've now told me that, and the viewers, of course, mm. that off camera, there was another version of Whitney that you were yeah. getting to know. Yeah. So is, is that what it was? Because I think a lot of people want to know what made you want to keep on going if all of this, what we saw on camera was happening, but you wanted to keep being quite open and getting to know her and stuff. Because when they talk about social experiment, it's just not me and Whitney. It's also the experts. Mm. It's also learning from the situations that happen with the other, with the other couples. Because if already my stuff is going, is going not good, let me at least get to that commitment ceremony to see what the ex has got to say. Yeah. And let, let me at least see the dynamics of the other couples because yes, fair enough, this may not be working out for me now, but at least I can take the learnings that the other couples are going through and trying to apply, apply those to my life. Yeah. I'm a min, I, I'm a min maxer, right? I'm a very intelligent guy, right? I don't even need to say this myself. Like there's pl plenty of people who that back that claim for me. But if I'm not in that situation, I'm all about the experiment and everything that entails. Yeah. The experts' opinions, what the other couples are going through, the whole vegan versus me ink, Jenna and Zoe, the whole Jonathan talking about horse legs and what his opinions are in terms of sexual partners is, what Sophie's is, Thomas and Adrian. Like, it's not just a case of just me learning from Whitney or me going through that stuff with Whitney, but I'm taking this, this social experiment and I'm learning left, right and center because that's what a logical man is supposed to do. Yeah. You, you, you take, you embrace the whole thing, even our commitment ceremonies, like those are 12, 13 hour days. People only see 50 minute glimpses of the couples that was really going through stuff. I'm actually there half the time looking at my watch thinking, rah, these man's been up here for like an hour and a half with the experts. <laughs> but I'm learning, I'm there just yeah. learning because I'm there just glued in because okay, that's happening, that's happening. He's acting that way, she's acting that way. So I used that situation to learn as much as possible as I could about people. Do you feel like the experts um, did the right job to match you and Whitney together? No, they didn't. And Paul will, will own up to that. He knows he, he effed up. They know they effed up. And part of me believes that I was there as a sacrificial lamb. Because married at first sight will not be married at first sight unless some drama was happening. If you look at marriage statistics, 50 to 60% marriages end in divorce. Mm. Before you even find the one you want to marry, you go through three heartbreaks. Yeah. So you think, you really think, oh, they're like, God knows how many couples on there, like everyone's gonna be ha happy, lovey, marry, go lucky. Yeah. No, unfortunately, some couples won't make it. Unfortunately, some people get shit on. Unfortunately, some people go through drama. And that's the facts of life because that's a simulation, a simulation of 20 years worth of stuff happening with multiple different couples condensed down over a space of like eight weeks. And, and the craziest thing about this, even on social media, you have this customers I used to serve 15 years ago that literally come into my to my to my aid to my defense publicly mm. right writing articles and stuff about me because i served customers I used to work in costa as a barista yeah. i'm making mean coffee by the way you know really? flat whites. <laughs> these people are coming up and backing me publicly mm. and that for me brings me great pride because that's who i'm as a person yeah they know your character yeah um so let's talk about the good moments you had of whitney because i'm sure there were good times those bands so you guys you went on a safari yeah, didn't you? yeah. Like, let's talk about that how, how was that I mean, we did tandem biking, we did zip lining. Yeah. Um, uh, was yeah. zip lining fun with you two? Was he what, sorry? Was it zip lining, was it fun with you two? It was decent, it was decent. Yeah. But then again, that's when you get to see if someone's all up for like a uh, spontaneity adventures or not. Yeah, and adventures, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The rest of me is like, ah, you know what? I've been through a lot already. I could have died multiple times. <laughs> so each day is a blessing, Literally, you know what I mean? That yeah. zip line, yeah, you know that piece of wood right there? It looks like you might crumble and I might die, but you know what? I still lived another day. Yeah. Let's go. Whereas exactly. it was kind of a bit more timid that like you go first and so on. But then again, it all depends on like your, your yeah. perspective. Of life. You had a good time over there. Yeah, it was what, a good time. What, what were the qualities you liked about Whitney? 
Overall, to, to be honest, in terms of what I see now and what, what I see everything transpire in terms of watching the edit back at the same time as everyone else, not much. Okay. Not much. And uh, the reason why I say that is because of the, the, the hypocrisy and the double standards that she has shown on camera, on the show. It's not even a case of my opinion. It's like, it's like nah, that's, that's not the kind of person I'd want to associate myself with or be around. And it's no shade in her. It's, it's, just, it's just my perception. Because like I said, the whole thing of her going off at Jess, but then again, getting so close and intimate with Matt straight away. The second one of her saying, oh, the double standards of um, the nation went hammer at Jonathan for saying horse legs. And he did not even aim that comment towards Sophie, but rather his preference in what he likes. Mm. And everyone deserves to have their preference. It's just that Jonathan has never worked in a very corporate career ladder to be able to filter his words, mm. right? So the whole nation went off towards him. But then again, when he said I need to be taller, bigger, my arms need to be bigger, my legs need to be bigger. I mean, that, that's a bit of audacity, isn't it? Why is that audacity? It's the audacity of double standards. Because had a man said exactly those same things about a woman, I'd be cancelled. I would be cancelled. Me as a Caucasian man living in this first, first world country, I would have been cancelled. Mm. And it's not fair. And also the whole thing about me like being perky and saying pleases and thank yous and doing a speech to my family and friends. For me, that's a huge part of my culture. Mm. And I got castrated for that. Oh, Perky P wants to be a showman and vice versa. I'm like, you're the girl that's piping up about these things. I just said my little speech, I'm sat down. Whereas when Matt does it, when Matt does it, like you, you, you're all there like, mm, I love you. <laughs> Bruv, don't, don't people see the double standards and the hypocrisy? How did you feel when she lost the ring and didn't want to get it replaced? She purposely threw the ring away. What makes you think that? Come on. Because she told me she purposely threw the ring she away. She told you? Yeah. She purposely threw the ring away. And for me and for me telling her that I actually know what I should get another ring, it's not because I, I cared in many ways, but it's almost for the fact that, you know what, if you don't have a ring, the other cast members might go off on you. Mm -hmm. And it might, it might create, it cause more drama. And I don't want it to go through drama. And these are things that saw happen in camera. It's not a case of my opinion, or this is what she was behind the cameras, because I'm telling you right now, behind the cameras, she's actually quite calm and collected yeah. and down to earth. I'm not trying to like, you know, shit on her. I'm not trying to like go off on her, but it's for the fact that when the cameras are rolling, your mannerisms and how you acted and the double standards and the hypocrisy, you showcase that, mm. right? And there's other cast members there as well. They publicly back me, mm. majority of them. But it's funny and ironic how she's blocked at least half of them on Instagram. She's what? She's blocked. She's blocked. I'm like, why are you going to do that, Will? Why is someone going to block other people on social media and Instagram and, and all, all these pla platforms? Why she blocked people? And how do you know she's blocked people? It's because like, I speak, there's a group chat of us guys. <laughs> there's a group chat of the cast members. Why, that, she, why, why do you think she's blocked? I don't know, because when sometimes people share their opinions, they don't want certain people to know about their opinions. That's, oh. that, that's my assumption. Or, or, for example, when they see other people doing well and getting love, maybe they don't want to see that. Do you feel like Whitney hurt you? No, she didn't hurt me. She hurt herself. She did not hurt me. Like, hey, listen, I'm as strong as ever. Like, Whitney, Whitney, like that for me was nothing. Like I said, I've been, I've been, I lived in a civil war. Like, I lived in one of the roughest areas of Birmingham. Like, walking to school, I could have been. But it must have no. hurt your ego a bit watching that back. Her making those comments about you, it must have hurt you some way, somehow. You seem hurt. I seemed annoyed more than her, and my annoyance came at the fact that this girl like couldn't see and couldn't control her mannerisms, and that's what it was. And for me, it's kind of like, come on, man! Like, 
because like I'm telling you now, the public afterwards are going to be going ham at you mm-hmm. and it's not going to be a nice ride. Like I sleep easy at night. I'm not getting hate when I walk out with the public. I like my family and friends and they go out and about, they're getting congratulated and seeing how wonderful they are. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of, I foresaw that. And even then, what gets shown in terms of the show itself is only 10% of it because from, like, let's say, from every one hour that they film, only about 45 seconds makes it through into, onto the episode. Yeah. Whereas in the 90% of the time, I, I'm actually quite talkative. Like, I won't, I won't show up. <laughs> I'm quite jovial. Yeah. And how did you feel when she cheated on you with Matt? For me, I, and I didn't necessarily see that as cheating and understand why production and, and, and the editing didn't show that as, 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 as such in terms of me being a victim. It was more of cheating towards Gemma's eyes because Gemma was still going through it. Whereas for me, I realised that especially that, well, the last couple of weeks, it's like it's, like, it's dead in the water. Like my time has come. Well, like the were rise you of the surprised? Walls. Were you shocked? I wasn't, I wasn't surprised or shocked. I was kind of more shocked. I'm like, really, Matt? Mm. I'm like, oh, like why, why? Didn't go, why didn't you go for my boy PJ? Like, I know PJ. Why didn't you go for Kwame? Like, well, it is what it is. Everyone's got their why taste and preferences. Why were you surprised at Matt being the person? It's because Matt is also this kind of like, he's it, it, very different to me, but very, very similar to me as well. Like, he likes to kind of like, you know, like, like host and do speeches and be a man and be all philosophical. And it's like, it's funny how when Matt does, oh my God, Matt, no. When Duke, <laughs> does, when Duke does it, yeah, when Duke does it, he's like, oh my God, stop being a showman. Like, bro, you know them ones. Oh, wow. All right. So you've seen that and you're watching that play out. So, so when did you find out that this happened between her and Matt? When oh, you... the night before. The night before it got revealed that they're doing party. D- yeah. Who told you? How did you find out? Kwame told Whitney to come and get me and tell me. Really? Yeah, out of respect. Because Kwame respects Was this me. on camera? Not off camera. <gasps> off camera. And, and what the... was the conversation? It's like, oh, I've got to tell you something. <laughs> And then obviously in that, in, that, in that moment in time, because you know, it's, it's a very serious conversation for me. I was like, oh, what bullshit is happening now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like yo, I'm about to go home this week. I didn't tell her that because I was thinking that. Yeah. And then I saw some tears roll down her face. I'm thinking, oh God, like what, what now? Like, why are you trying to use against me? Are you trying to throw me underneath the bus again? Or what was going on? Oh, you know, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, bruv, you've hurt me for multiple weeks. Like, don't use the whole line. You're not trying to hurt me. Like, you tried to throw me underneath the bus multiple times. Yeah. Me and Matt have this connection. I'm like, I'm like, hey, bro. I'm like, who are you? And- I'm like, you're not. Cool, cool, like, like you and I got a connection. What's going on? All right, cool. Like, 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 I'm looking, I feel like, like, raw. Like, literally. It's more like, it's not like raw, Matt. Seriously. <laughs> Matt's into these black girls as well. My guy, fair play to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I sat there. She's like, I'm like, don't stress, don't worry. It's what it is. And as soon as she finished telling me, right, with, with, the, with, the, with, with, with the situation that's happening, my first thing was that Mano or Mano, because of the last week, me and Matt got on, we went gym together, we did body workouts together and approached him. Mm. And I was very disappointed at the fact that it wasn't him that came to tell me first. Yeah. Right? So when I approached him as a man and I told him, you know, when people breathe heavily, <gasps> because Mano or Mano, when men are serious, yeah. when, 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 when disrespect like that happens, Listen, man, Mike Tyson's uppercuts, fisticuffs. You know what I mean? Those things happen. Yeah. So he was a bit nervous and he thought that I'd handle it in a very bad way. He thought it? you wanted to fight him. Yeah, yeah. He thought because I could tell from his demeanor, his mannerisms and his breathing. I was like, don't worry, I'm not like I'm not stupid. Come on, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. How are you going about this? Make sure you do it the right way. Make sure you tell Gemma. Make sure that you handle this properly. And for me, you get my you got my blessings. It is what it is. No yeah. stress, no qualms. I'm a bigger man. But do you still feel like annoyed that he didn't come and tell you first? Yes. And it's for the fact that I suppose in many ways, like he, he went over, he went off on an impulse decision, 
right? Anytime someone makes... Because you and him were cool. You and yeah, him were boys. cool. Even cool now. I'm amicable, I'm amicable with the guy now as well. Yeah. But it's like, when, if you're going to be having tats in your face, doing all these gym and weights and stuff, right? There's a certain perception and aura mm. they have about you. And you can't base your actions on impulse decisions. Yeah. And, and back then, because you two were boys, did you feel betrayed in any way? By him? Not necessarily betrayed, just dis disappointed. Mm. Right, like, bruv, don't, don't, don't. It's like one of those things that Kwame had to tell Whitney to let me know. Yeah. And it's like, why couldn't you do that before everything? Yes, if it happened the afternoon, approach me as a man. Mm. Approach me as a man, because let's say if I, let's say if that was the, the you know, the, 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 the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, and we went to the dinner party and the dinner table, and I lost the plot, bruv, it looks, it looks bad for the both of us in National Telly because you're geese with, with tats and muscles. Yeah. I'm a first generation migrant. God forbid, imagine us to had fisticuffs. Mm. How would that make us look as men? Yeah. Every, every action has consequence, good or bad. Mm. And he didn't think about that. And afterwards I told him, hey, listen, it is what it is. Yeah. Just make sure you go tell Gemma. Yeah, of course. Violence is not the answer. Now, like, out of the whole experiment, who do you think is the strongest bond that will just make it until the end, until further notice, for years to come as a couple? In terms of the couples, I believe that uh, Jenna and Zoe... And, really? and 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 Shannon Jordan. Why? Because they they just got that loving embrace for one another, man. Mm. You know what I mean? They, they like they had good times. It's, yeah. it's like it's like you know, I, I sat there like literally ninety percent, sixty percent of the time, seventy percent of the time, sat there thinking, going through my shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Was there anyone there who you thought, oh, I would have rather been married to you? I mean, not really, no, because that was my journey and I fully embraced in my journey and my acceptance of it. I suppose it would have been nice in the grand scheme of things to, to kind of like have an easier life. Yeah. But then again, you don't learn nothing by having an easier life. Yeah. You know true. what I mean? Like diamonds are made under pressure, bruv. Mm. Like, so, so, so the, the, that, that's what it was for me. But sometimes I look over at Jonas and be like, huh, that must be nice. <laughs> yeah. And then witness is slagging me after to the excess left, right, and I'm there just, wow. Oh. Now, would you do reality TV ever again? If the right opportunity came along, then yeah. But I wouldn't do reality TV for the sake of doing reality TV. Mm. Because uh, prior to this, I've been approached by multiple other, other projects for me to go on reality TV. Because people have to remember, in terms of my backstory. What projects? What shows have you been approached uh, I, by? I mean, uh, regarding the cabins, regarding Love Island. Love Island? Regarding Tame Me Out. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so, I think you'd be good on Love Island. Bro, you know what's the crazy thing? I'm a, I'm a highly competitive guy. The premise of Married at First Sight was to have someone's back through thick or thin mm. till death do us part. Mm. Place me in a situation where there's competition, right? When there's proper competition, bruv. Yeah. Ain't no one touching me. Yeah. Why do you think no one else, no, no one of the other cast members came for me apart from Thomas? And even the whole situation when it happened with Thomas, I just got angry at him because he's about to start spitting facts there and then on the table about everyone else. And I got annoyed at him. And the loudest mouthpiece of the whole, whole like ceremony, the table, the, the program is Thomas. And straight after that, he came apologized straight away and both hugged it out. Really? Yeah. Because it shows the level of respect he's got about me. Speak to Kwame, speak to PJ, even Matt himself. They all got respect about me. Yeah. They know that, hey, listen, like, yes, I won't, I won't tolerate, I will tolerate if, if a girl half my size and half my weight and all that jazz acts that way because I'm a man. Mm. But, bro, place me in a position where there's other men involved. Ain't no one bringing me down, bro. Mm. I believe that mentally I'm the strongest guy there. Yeah. So place in a position, like, let's say, quote unquote, Love Island. You think you're going to get Harry and David and, 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 and Steve and Michael that are 21 years old, they think they're going to have one over me? 
Yeah. It's you a, could do it. You think you could do Love Island? Bro, and it celebrity SAS, I'm a celebrity, come get me out of here. Like, whatever it is, bro, I will literally, I got the mentality and physicality to literally be everyone else. Yeah. And people think, oh, you sound so arrogant and cocky. But no, you got to be your biggest number one fan because if you don't do that for yourself, no one else will do that for you. True. Now, Kwame, I know you two are boys, but yeah. Kwame, <laughs> I think he's funny, but he's become a bit of a villain on social media, <laughs> if we're to be honest with ourselves. What's he like? Kwame is such a lovely man. Mm. Like literally Kwame, because Keisha is a massive cook. Kwame was the guy that was literally me, like giving me half of her food. Mm. Every single time, like I'd knock on his door and he'd go gym together, we'd, we'd jam together, I'd be like, yo, your Duke's cage, you've got some food. Yeah. I, like, I, like to, I like to call him that skinny Barry White. I like, <laughs> I like to call I him skinny that. Barry White, yeah. bro. He's got that deep voice. Yeah. Yeah, but he's such a lovely man. Yeah. And you feel like, will those two last? No. Why? Because the guy, the guy that, it's like, it's almost like they got this, almost like a conflict point each, each and every single time they get towards a commitment ceremony or around the dinner table. Mm. When they have these explosions, they come back and it's kind of like it's too up and high. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I suppose a successful relationship needs to happen when it goes steady. Yeah. And, and what's next for Juka? Bruv, I don't know. I just know I'm a hard worker. I know I'm confident. I know I've got the abilities to do X, Y, Z. I fully don't know. Like I'm going through this process now of kind of like trying to redefine and refine myself. Yeah. So to to all the agents out there, <laughs> to all producers out there, hit him up. Well, look, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Woo, 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 woo. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.